Are you ready to change your life, your mind, and change the way you see your world? Well, this is the Minds Gym Podcast with myself, Brandon Bickmore, your turbo lover. And here we go. listener. How's it going today? This is Brandon Bickmore, your turbo lover. This is the Minds Gym podcast. Here to share some uh, beautiful minds and assist in hopefully changing some lives and change the way you see your world. This is going to be part two with Pete Benda, pretty amazing human being. Uh, we've got here to listen to the second part of his podcast. Can you imagine where this young man, uh, where he's been, and having to relearn how to walk, talk, read, communicate after being in a uh, coma for two months. It's a special human being. Uh, I'm really glad you guys are listening and, and paying attention. He's got a lot uh, to share and a lot to uh, benefit us all, this mankind, womankind, the world. So listen up. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. And here again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Please send me questions. Let me know if, if you need any assistance. And I'm here for you all. And here we go with part two with Pete Benda. Enjoy this beautiful young soul. Peace out, your turbo lover. And what about just trusting yourself and knowing what to say for you? Well, Don't you think you have the right answers? I feel like I do. And that's a lot of the what I said. I just kind of did it on impulse. Like, just kind of like whatever I thought was right in the moment, I kind of just said it. So, And if you said it, I think that's the right thing because there's no accidents and everything's for a reason. Of course. So no matter what you say was correct. It was the right way. Yeah. I love it. Huh. So could you... F- can you like feel love? Do you even know what that feels like? I could even ask this question to anybody. I know. Like, I feel can like you feel yes, love? I can, just yeah. based on my family, yeah. my friends, and it's just I, I, it's hard to explain. Just like because you can't really explain love. It's just like yeah, yeah it's a hard conception. I don't, I don't know if I could explain love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody could because love is what I've been conditioned to believe that it is, mm-hmm. that I learned from my parents and brothers and right. friends. And so I don't even know if that's love. Mm-mm. Love might have a whole other definition. It sure could. But based on what you know, that's just something that you have the understanding of. Right. Exactly. Well, so you mentioned in your poem that I read earlier that uh, how interesting the world would be um, uh, or how interesting it is, how intriguing and interesting words are. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that in your poem, right? So how would our world be or how would your world be without words? That's a good one. Um Probably um, words have a lot of different communication patterns and skills in just, like, the context of it. And by saying words, like, I know, like, like, let's just say through text messaging, once you send out that text, you can never get it back. It's kind of like the reality of livelihood now. And so... Without words, then there would be no form of really communicating to other people. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel, on top of that, if we were all, like, let's say, mute or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't really know how life would be without being able to communicate to one another. But mm-hmm. it's a pretty interesting it is. question, huh? It, that is a good question. Yeah. Would would we be able to communicate without words? 
don't think so. No? Mm-mm. What about trees? Trees, like... They communicate with each other. I know, because they have soils. They're all rooted together. Yeah, so are we. I Different ways. Yeah, so yeah. couldn't we communicate? Well, in that way, yeah, probably. But Maybe, I yeah. just... That would be a hard life. I don't know. At least in my opinion, it would be hard to do. Yeah, it would. I agree. But I wonder how we would communicate without words because trees, they don't want to tell each other. Just like, um, what are they? Lots. Um, dolphins, don't they yeah. use like certain type of... But it's kind of the same way. It's just a different frequency. Yeah. How dolphins and whales, they uh-huh. communicate. It's like... Almost exact way that yes. us humans do because yeah. like, we just have a different language than them. Right. They do it through sonar and stuff like yeah. that. So. So I wonder what we would do without words. I know it would be. Well, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Because I lo- I like words. So mm. in high school I would used to have like, um, a brand like a dictionary app and it would give me like a different word of the day and that from that word of the day I would use it in. My language, like trying to use that word and to be able to um, use it in a sentence around people. Like my favorite, though, was when one of the days it was the word frippery and frippery means like very exotic, fancy clothes or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, it was just getting ready for homecoming. And I was like, I'm going to be wearing a I was getting ready to be wearing a frippery um, outfit, and <laughs> I, I liked that at that point. So, cool. That's a cool word. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard that word before. I know. It's, it's see. That's why I'm here. Wow. <laughs> You're here to teach me again, aren't you, Pete? Yep, Every teaching. day at the gym, you teach me something new. That's good. Now on the podcast, you are teaching me a new Perfect. word. Perfect. That's why it's so cool to hang out with human beings and have real conversations because then you get to learn a lot about them and, and you get to learn something new, mm-hmm. right? Of Everything. course. So um, if we didn't have any words, could we have any problems? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Maybe not, huh? Because how you, could you explain a problem without words and maybe you'd initially never have a problem to explain, Right. And then without words, we'd all be more connected. I think we'd all be like more one. Because if I couldn't call you a Pete and me a Brandon, then we wouldn't be separate. It would just be like this one great big moving thing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. cells and organisms and protons and neutrons, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be separate. Because the only thing that separates us as human beings are words. I know. Without words, we'd all be one. But with a Pete and a Brandon, now it makes two. Yeah, that's true. Kind of. It's interesting. Good thought, huh? It is a good thought. Yeah. Food for thought, pretty much. Um, So let's talk a little bit about, Pete, about um, religion. So what are your thoughts on religion? And you were raised, I think, in a Catholic family. Mm -hmm, I sure was. Right? And so are you still call yourself a... Uh, a Catholic, or what are your thoughts on religion well, today? I feel like I'm more in the gray area just because that's kind of like what my whole family kind of practices, as we do not believe in any entity or a person teaching us how to live our lives. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel if we live, we kind of like, as you guys maybe know, or um, I have a solid foundation of how to treat other people and Mm -hmm. through my experiences and everything like that I'm able to understand and to be able to sympathize and empathize through the fact of being able to help other people through um, whatever tasks they may be needing Mm -hmm. and I don't need any priest or um, parishioner um, I don't know brother I don't know Mm -hmm. what all the different Bishop. bishop Rabbi. Um, Rabbi, all those different things. I just don't need them because I know if I'm doing a good part of my life, so if I don't need someone to bring me down just because mm-hmm. the whole church thing can – There's you're going to hear about a lot of the horror stories about pe- other people's lives and, like, yeah, I could, but, like, I just don't really need to because I'm just trying to worry about myself right now, mm-hmm. try to go through college, and then – 
maybe in later in life, I could go back to it, and we'll see with where life takes me in that at that point. Yeah, so you're a follower of Pete's religion. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Right? I think your religion's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know how to love and be kind and be there for others. Because love is love. So. Love is love, right? Mm-hmm. There's more love on this planet than... There'd be more humans like Pete running around. Yeah, there, I wish there was. And we wouldn't need religion. I know. Right? Because all we need is love. Hmm. So what about God? Do you believe in God? I do. What does what is, what is your God look like, or what would you call God? Could you explain him? <laughs> That's... Or is it a person, or is it a just a thing, or what is God well, I think, in Pete's like, world? God is... Obviously, I grew up Catholic through the whole Catholicism routes and everything, um, but I just don't... I think God could be in whatever shape you envision him to be, so I don't think there's any, like, the true, like, Jesus Christ. I just don't think that that is a true testimony or a true visual aspect of what God really looks like. I feel like he could be whatever way it could. I, I'm not entirely sure. Cause I'm still kind of like trying to wrap my head around this one. I feel like he could be like, like the Holy ghost or Holy spirit just because he's not really there. As long as you need him or talk to him, he'll be there in times of need, I guess. Yeah. So I think that's I like that. my way of describing what yeah. God is like to me. Do you think God could be like, Trees and flowers of and course, people. Anything, pretty much anything in that you could envision because God obviously created this whole earth and created all the people in it yeah. um, through all the different, I guess, the stories. Um, but stories don't really mean much because if you are believing in something totally different, then what's the point of going off with someone else's story? Yeah. So. And do you um, do you think God created the earth, or do you think you created the earth? I think, well, I feel like there is a piece of God in me, so yeah. I would say that, in a way, partially I created God, but that doesn't mean everyone else thinks that. No? It's just what everyone else, their own perception mm-hmm. of life is and who they need to worship. Because I'm not, like, I'm not, like, anti-hatred on anyone, for the fact that they they're worshiping someone else, like they're worshiping the Mormon priest or anything yeah. like that. Um, so, when I say the word Mormon, I didn't mean to um, offend anyone out there because, yeah. like, yeah, I've yeah. had like difficulties in my life, and where people are like, "Well, that's not what we're called." And it's like, okay, the Latter Day Saints of yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm sure. sorry if I offended anyone, yeah. but no, you're good, buddy. You didn't offend anybody at all. Well, I just hope so. Yeah, no. And we have a lot of good listeners out there. Their minds are wide open. Oh, Ask good. them to have open minds and listen. And Maybe they'll know, find something just, in yeah, that. Yeah, find then. something in that. Just absorb whatever you can find, but be open to people's language and people's right. you know, words. Because you know, we're all here trying to do the best we can. We sure are. You know, And without Catholic and Mormon and Buddha and... and uh, you know, Jehovah's Witness, whatever. That's what I say. Is religion even necessary? Because if I would just do what you do, religion w- wouldn't even be necessary on it, this planet. It sure wouldn't, but people don't understand it you know, yet. We so. don't get it, so then we all get separate and all in these individual belief systems, and then it kind of separates us all as human beings. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't be neat if we could just all come drop together the stories and, and come together as one. Yeah, and it'd be, yeah, absolutely, it'd, it'd be amazing. Do you, do you ever consider? <laughs> Pete, that you like create your own reality with how you see the world through like your prism. Talked about your glasses, right? My prisms. So your prism is your conditioning and the lens that you wear all the time by how you've been conditioned. So do you notice when you look out of your mind, your brain, and you look out in the world, you're kind of creating your reality. Have you considered that? No, I haven't, but because you were talking about the prism glasses, right? But also... I feel like I can describe a little bit about that. I feel like prisms... I don't know. Um, they're just an easier way to get your um, visual field to be able to converge different mm-hmm. items better at an easier rate. Yeah. So that's what prisms are. People don't understand yeah. it. Like some of my one of my friends, he actually lives in like Minas. 
Minnesota, and he's just like, send me a picture of your prison so I can see what what it does to you. And it's like, you can't tell unless you actually have them on your own Come head. On. So. so what I see different with your prism glasses? Mm-hmm. I would. I'd yeah, see things course. differently. Because, like, really. every single visual field is mm-hmm. different. Like, really? my vision may be completely different than mine. what you need For or sure. what you're encountering. Yeah. That's really interesting because I think the way we're brought up and the way we're raised, we create a prism without even putting glasses on on how we see the world. Mm-hmm. Like so this, everybody has a different prism, right? Like the sky may be purple to some people. Absolutely. Maybe blue. I don't know. You're right. I talk about that all the time. Is the sky really blue? <laughs> yeah. That's what mom and dad told us and our kindergarten teacher, but is the sky really blue or is that just the word that they use to disguise to describe the color mm-hmm. that's true who knows so your prism creates your reality not necessarily your actual glasses but like your prism or, or this filter that we look through all the time that's how we create how we see and how we deal with certain situations that pop up in our life by how well we've conditioned our um our lens mm-hmm. right that we look through for sure so the more you work on your mind the better your lens becomes because when something crazy shows up, everybody reacts differently. So wouldn't you be able to nice? Wouldn't it be nice to react calmly to situations instead of cry or be in fear or be sad? It'd be nice to just see an event take place and go, "Oh wow, my prisms trained so well that this is a beautiful story." Yeah, right? for it's happening sure. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I already got a couple of those things already checked off at a young age. Yeah, so. you did. You're 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 on it. Um, so we talked about God a little bit. Do you believe that like, um, hell exists? Um, I would probably say yes. Yes. Cause I don't know, like there is room for good people. And I know out there there is, you're always going to find good people and you're always going to find bad people, regardless yeah. of whether you like it or not. There's going to be good and then there's going to be bad people, whether it is their, um, neurological problems because a lot of people they have this tendency to either act bad whether it's the way that they grew up through bad parenting things like that um, those are just some of the things that you can't control it as an individual but other people um, if they grow up in a bad um, family setting then mm-hmm it's going to create a lot of like PTSD later in their lives. So. I agree. I think we all deal with some forms of PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. So we've all had traumatic experiences in our lifetime. and Just some more tragic than others, yeah. I think. It's amazing that the subconscious mind or the body holds on to those traumatic experiences and then we put them on the now mm-hmm. and it creates how we feel right now because it's a similar situation that we dealt with as a child. Or Definitely. Five or six years ago. So, this is is. Do you believe in Satan? Is is that a real thing? I just think it's the same way as what so, how I consider God. I yeah. think Satan can be something very bad in your life, or something. There's like two different things. There's good, and then there's bad. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to meet in the middle somewhere in there, I, I don't really know because like I'm not a philosopher or anything like that. But I know that. Probably um, where Satan comes into play, I would say some something or someone that creates bad anarchy onto other people just because yeah. of their life that they spent here on Earth. Gotcha. So. Do you think there's life after death? I've been actually thinking about that lately, and I feel like lately maybe we are recreating into animals or something like that. I don't really know yet, but I was just like, like my dad, he saw his dad in the dog that we have now. Mm-hmm. And he, wow. he said like my, our friends were getting rid of the dog and my dad was just like, I see someone in him. And so he brought the dog home and my mom was like, we already have, like, three other dogs. Why do you need that last one? And my dad was just like, well, I've never asked you for anything in, your, in our lives. And 
one thing I ask on this point is I'm going to get a dog because you've had all the other dogs in our life, and I'm okay with that just because of that um, part of their lives. They got the, that dog, and I love that dog so much. Cool. So. That's amazing. You never know, huh? Uh-huh. Never know when life can throw you beautiful lemons or something. Yeah, you never know what's going to show up. And Mm -hmm. we don't know what's after this, but it's sure fun to talk about and think that there's something else out there. I know. Maybe it could be a tree or a dog or a bird. Who knows, huh? Not sure. I think it's it's for real it's possible. If you um, could have a conversation with God for about five or ten minutes, what would you ask him? I, I, I don't know. I cannot. I'm not sure on that one. I would say. I would thank him, obviously, for the beautiful life that he gave to us on here on this earth. But because obviously I, I feel like he created this earth, but I just don't believe in all those um, religious like from the Bible and everything about like. God created the earth in seven days and seven nights. I don't... It's just like the whole Adam and Eve thing. Like, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a parable that it's people parable. so that they understand the story, yeah. but I don't really believe that actually yeah. happened. I don't believe any of this happened. In everything in the Bible, I don't... I'm still kind of, like, skeptical about the whole, like, apostles and everything yeah. like that, but I don't know if they existed. I'm not sure, but don't... Yeah. Hate on me if I have a bad opposite content. No, I love I'm that. just saying, like, Cause I don't know. Really, Pete, do, does anybody here on Earth, maybe the oldest person on Earth, 110, they didn't live back in the day, right? So no. we can't absolutely know for sure who lived, how. We don't know if any of the stories are in the Bible are true. I know. Or just, in maybe, you know, the other religious, you know, Right, uh, just kind of something that we documents believe Documents that are out there. It's some we believe because what we've been taught and conditioned, but mm-hmm. we don't know anything. Was the earth created in no. seven days? I don't know. I was at uh, the Grand Canyon last weekend. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. And they were saying, like, the Grand Canyon was developed, like, four or five billion years ago. And so the Bible was written how long ago? So the earth was must have been there then, so... How could you create all this in seven days? That's hard to fathom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but that what I think is really neat, Pete, is, is keep being a skeptic because when you're skeptical, you ask questions mm-hmm. and you learn more and you want to know more. So that's what I've learned to do the last five years because I went through some major anxiety and depression stuff, mm-hmm. and so now I could just question everything. I'm not sure about anything, and it sure feels really cool to be skeptical. Because then you're, you're learning and you're growing. Definitely. As soon as you've decided you absolutely know something, you, you cut off the opportunity to learn more about that individual, you know, human thing, mm-hmm. place, whatever it may be. So that's kind of what I, you know, like to push on this podcast. Keep people in questions. Ask I questions. I feel like people, as everyone has their own story and everything like that, I feel like everyone could potentially get along with each other depending on like I've met recently like in my I don't know past few weeks or so that people like they're very standoffish they are very like they don't want to have like they're very um um and uh antisocial antisocial yeah and I'm I'm a extrovert so like I I like to be the person who's like the um, the party and everything yeah. like that. And we're just some people just don't want to have a social com- conversation like that. But, yeah. like, why? Why do they not want to get along with someone that's just trying to ask them their name? And, yeah. unfortunately, just there's, there's, that's, that's part of the reason of the good people and the bad people. I think those people that don't want to be antisocial or social, yeah. Yeah. those are part 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 way of the bad mm-hmm. quote quote unquote bad people but yeah. i don't know yeah it's, i like that thought um just kind of came up yeah no i know your dad mentioned that you love talking to people and you love helping people mm-hmm. and and sometimes um 
a little bit obsessive about it, but I would say, no, you're just out there being kind and being loving. Then some people take it as awkward because the way they've been conditioned, they're not used to being open-minded and willing to talk to strangers. Like, I love talking to strangers. It's fascinating for me to hear another human being's mind, and isn't that what life's all about, is getting to know humans? And then you go ask somebody their name, and they don't even give you the time of day. Well, what's going on in their mind that they think... something going on with their past. Yeah, that they can't talk to this nice young human being named Pete that happens going to have nothing but kind things to say to him. That's all I'm doing is just trying to spread love. That's all I'm... I know. Some people are afraid of love. I know. You know. They just want to live in there under a a rock. Yeah. Love's scary to some. I know. It sure is. Like, it's partially scary, I guess, for me, just... I don't know, but I just, it's a, it's a tough conversation we're having right now, but yeah, for sure. But I just know if I try to do some like, um, community service, I feel maybe I can get back into going off on a bad tangent right now. No, it's a great Uh, tangent. Yeah. I don't know. Do community service, you're just giving back to the world. Giving back to the world? And maybe this this community service that I'm doing will open up a whole new pathway. New door will open for me, and I'll be able to enter it and then be able to start my life. Yes. One one door closes and another one opens. Exactly. So... Yeah, and amazing, imagine who you will meet. You never know what life's going to bring you, but if you're living in fear and you're afraid to talk to people because you're afraid of what they might say or do, you're not going to um, move very far on this planet. No. So, cool. Um, I know your dad mentioned to me that you're a barefoot water skier. Yeah. Still today? I'd like to say I am, yes. Yeah, and I... you're a great snow skier? Mm-hmm. Been skiing since I was two years old. Really? Mm -hmm. I started when I was three. Wow. I guess we got to ski this winter. Are you going to ski at Snowbird this winter? Mm -mm. No? Mm -mm. Not once? I have the Icon Pass, so I will be able to go up there. But I I have a pass up at Brighton. I have to get 20 days up there. 20? You can't do one at Snowbird? I could. Well, that's why I have the Icon Pass. Well, then me and you are going skiing. Okay, perfect. I only have five days, though. Well, just Let's do it. put me in one of your five, would you? Let's do it. Okay. And then you know. Yeah. Your dad also said you're very artsy. Mm-hmm. Do you draw or paint? No. Or what's I your don't, or what's your skill set? I don't do any of those art? mediums. I do you're more theater. No. Incorrect. No. Um wow. <laughs> was, that could have been like a good idea, but I am more interested in like the fine arts of like doing like photography. Mm. Just like those, like visual mm-hmm. things that, like, Adobe is like one of my best friends right now. So, what do you do with Adobe? Um, I get to get to create like vectors with mm-hmm. Illustrator, mm-hmm. and this upcoming year, I'm going to be creating like a um, a T-shirt for our family reunion, mm-hmm. and. So it's going to say, like, Benda 2020. I don't know. We have to put, like, all the different names on the back and everything yeah. like that. You're going to so, create that? Yeah, through Illustrator. So that's why mm. I'm so glad that I have it because my school provides of it. So yeah. good. And then you love to go to the gym. I, uh, Yeah, obviously. Obviously. I do. Um, I don't know. I'm not really getting, like, any gains from it, but maybe... Sooner than later. What do you mean you're not getting any gains? I can't tell a difference in myself, so... Well, you met me there. No, I meant not that, (laughs) not like that, Brandon. I meant, like, in my own personal... I know what you're saying. Okay, so... physical... My physical self. Your physique. My physique. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's doing any difference, but I know it's good for you, so... Sometimes the gym just helps your brain, too, more than it... Sure does. The, like it helps your physical fitness, you mm-hmm. know, and it can't not help. Sometimes you don't always see your improvements, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, you're, it's helping your mind. It's probably helping your gut, your 
muscles, immune system. It gets your blood flowing. It's good mm-hmm. for the heart. You can't see all that stuff. I can't. But, you know? that's but maybe you want to look like uh, Sylvester Stallone. Is that your goal? Do you know who that is? No. Did you ever see the Rocky movies? Rocky, the boxing Rocky movie? Rocky Balboa? Yeah. Yeah. That's a Sylvester ago, Stallone. But I haven't seen it in yeah. a little bit. So you're, you're wanting that physique, right? Is that Maybe. what you're looking for from the gym? I guess. <laughs> so then you volunteer at N-Circle. N-Circle, yeah. Yes. I'm you love it. that there. Mm-hmm. I'm actually probably going down there later tonight. Are you? And what do you do there? Well... How does that work? It kind of depends on the day and the funk, like whatever social event we're doing, but every day is kind of different. It's only Monday through Friday, but um, I haven't really figured it out. But, like, Thursday they had um, music, art night yesterday, and yeah. then Wednesday they had um, music night. So they have they all play on the piano. They all kind of, like, sing their own, like, problems going on and, and yeah. everything like that. And then tonight they're going to be watching, like, Oh, they're gonna be like watching like uh according to what one of the persons down there, Tyler, he said like um we're gonna be like watching documentaries tonight. So that oh, should cool. be really fun. So I'm gonna try to go down to that one. So is that for anybody? Anybody. Anybody. So even I could go. Of course you could. Yeah, anybody can attend. Uh-huh. And it's really fun. Just so you maybe can learn something that you might not have learned ever in okay. your life. Just because I don't know. It's it's just like a good organization really? to be a part of, but it's not like fully like th- there yet, I guess. Yeah. But I would say, if, yeah, if you want to come down um, and check it out. I'd love to come see it. So maybe like it. next week I leave town the following, but I wanna, I'd want like to go down there one night. Okay, perfect. see what it's all about. I like learning new things. Mm-hmm. It's going to... Open up your whole world. Really? Mm-hmm, I think. It did. Because, like, back in February, like, I found December, I was just, like, in circle, like, because one, one of my friends was going to that, the Provo house. Yeah. And I was, like, I wish I had one in Salt Lake City. And then I looked up around February-ish, and I found out they were going to be opening one in Salt Lake City. And I went to the open house, and I loved it. Mm. And then kind of, like, because of my... My ex-boyfriend, he um, was very toxic, so that's why he couldn't go. Oh. And so for the ever since February-ish or so, I haven't been able to go because of... Yeah, because of the toxic Yeah, the toxicness partner. of him. So Now you've been able to go. Oh, I love it. I'm months. so glad. I'm so happy that I went. Yeah, good. So then you do some speaking engagements with the primary children's. Yeah. You talk to like moms and dads that mm-hmm. have kids that have had similar or the, experiences. Or the, or the patients, patients, any of them. Like, I just, like most of the people that I see are people who are in high school mm-hmm. and who need to get back into the school setting. Like I feel like maybe I'm a good um, support to them because mm-hmm. like it, it is stressful. Don't get me wrong. It's like. I remember kind of vaguely um, remembering going back to school because I had to go through all like this, these, this different testing to be able to see what different like classrooms I could go into and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of scared me. Yeah. I had to do like some online. I had to do like some packets with um, my aide at that time, Maddie, mm-hmm. and was able to get myself more um, ready for high school mm-hmm. and what. So Maddie, what she said is like, it's like freshman year I was kind of gone, and then um, sophomore year I came back. She was like saying like everyone when I got into the classroom, everyone was like, "Oh my God, it's Pete!" Yeah. Started clapping. That which it was not true. Don't don't get your ego up too high on that one. <laughs> but I thought I was like, that's something my parents did to me because. Um, they bought my ego up so high because they were told that people with like brain injuries or something like that, that they would start to start to become depressed and all this like very um, um, stuff that they didn't want for their kids. Mm-hmm. So, or their kid, me. Um, and they were just like, well, we don't want that. So we just got to bring his boost up. Like, Oh my God, you're, you're doing so good today. Yeah. And all this different, like, other stuff that I'm so glad that they did because 
I am who I am now, yeah. and I'm so grateful because I couldn't do it if I was yeah. like in the dumps or anything like so that. So they did a ton of positive, positive feedback reinforcement. and reinforcement yes, like crazy course. through that whole process. And you think that was huge for you. Mm-hmm. Always got to add positive reinforcements regardless of whatever mm. they're doing. So Cool. So you mentioned depressed. Do you even know what depressed feels like or depression? Well, my friends, yes. But have you ever experienced it yourself? Not myself, not really. Well, maybe before I kind of have, like, flashbacks into yeah. that part of my life. But, like, obviously I don't remember because I was, you know, I was 13, 14, those yeah. ages, and I don't really remember that. But recently I was, like, supposed to be hanging out with a friend down um, in Utah Valley, and he has, like, some, like... Um, anxiety problems like agoraphobia and I was trying to learn all about that thinking that maybe this is my calling second Uh calling is maybe to help out this person yeah and I didn't realize that that was being I was infringing on his life by making it seem like I was trying to change him which I did not want to I just wanted to learn more about how I can maybe be of assistance yeah and I guess I did I don't know I just didn't get that to work so well that's okay I still learn. I know what that is. I know what agoraphobia is yeah. about how it's like a person who is doesn't like um, confined areas and like very awkward situations mm-hmm. with new people. They don't like that. So no, they don't. Yeah, they're very fearful. Very fearful of what is the unknown. I think. Yeah. So and every second's the unknown because we don't know what's going to show exactly. up in the next second. So yeah. Not me, though. I don't have any of those. Never have had anxiety, nothing like that. Wow. You are my idol. (laughs) Most people, I don't know, people haven't really said that, but I guess that could be a good way to describe it. You're pretty good at staying present, do you think? Do you worry about the future at all? Not really, just kind of like in the moment. Really? That makes sense. You don't get down the road too far? Mm -mm. No? Well, my, um, what... My parents said, like, I perseverate. Perseverate? Perseveration is just something that comes from brain injuries. People who have brain injuries, they like to perseverate on the fact that, oh, I don't, I have, I don't have my shoes tied or something like that. And, or hmm. it's kind of like an OCD type yeah. mentality. That's what other um, candidates with traumatic brain injuries, um, some severe, moderate, or mild TBIs. TBIs could be a form of concussion, and sometimes the concussions can lead you to much um, worse off. Um, at least in the moment, it probably seems way worse off because they cannot do in fluorescent lights. They can't do anything like that. They get headaches. They have to do like Botox to be able to heal. Um, their neurological problems and things like that. And I'm like, so recently I got out of a study, a Intermountain Medical, I was at IMC um, in Murray, and I was a part of the hyperbaric medicine um, research study they were doing with Dr. Wendell Weaver. Mm-hmm. And we had to do 80 sessions of hyperbaric medicine. So first 40 um, we had to do, was at the LDS hospital. Mm-hmm. And before all that, I had to do like a neuropsych eval, which, um, and then I had to do like an EEG. I had to do a diamond test. And then I had to do some other like walk tests and different things like that. And then what I had to do was do those first 40 at um, LDS hospital, and then I had to do another neuropsych eval, all the same testing again, and then I had to go back to, I had to wait like a month and a half break or something, and then I could go back to IMC, and I could do 40 sessions there, but the, this one is totally different because it was a group. I could be with six other people in the same chamber. It was honestly the best because I met some of the best people I've ever encountered besides obviously what I said before, but Mm -hmm. um, I would say, like, some of these people, like, they're, like, so kind-hearted and Mm. different things like that. Like, one of the patient or client study people, um, she was a nurse, Mm -hmm. and she she had carbon monoxide poisoning. 
And so what happened was, so that created a whole, like, a new fog in her yeah. life. That's just kind of like what us brain injury people like to call it. It's a fog that you can't really explain or tell other people. But she she was in Iowa, and she just woke up one day, and she, like, that morning, about 3 a.m. or something, she said, looked herself in the mirror and said, you need to get yourself together. And so she got herself out the out the cabin and then called the park ranger or whatever, and wow. just a whole... Everyone has their own special story that... I, I loved it. They were yeah. all so great people that... Wow. I'm so grateful that I know. That's cool. Yeah. All similar human beings. So did you say hyper... Hyperbaric. Hyperbaric what, what does medicine. that mean? Hyperbaric medicine is used in the past um, for people who have... Um, who like to scuba dive, and they come up with oxygen, they don't have oxygen, and they come up way too quick, and mm-hmm. it creates um, the bends, mm-hmm. and the bends can create like a lot of like neurological problems in your life and other symptoms, because obviously the neurological um, issues that you may be having can relate to fatigue, can relate relate to dizziness, can relate to headaches, all these different things, and from that it can be able to create like a whole new lifestyle that you did not want from neurological problems that you didn't want. So, cool. So that is, so sorry, back onto the hyperbaric medicine. It's where they fill your, fill your, fill you with a hundred percent oxygen. And through that, it's supposed to relieve or, um, help you with the bends or any other, um, um, symptoms you may be having. So when I was at IMC, I got to find people with like wounds and everything. And I guess the hyperbaric medicine can heal anything that you want to be, have healed. Cool. So it's not just for people with brain injuries. It's for any ailments. It's for cancer. It's for, um, wounds. Wow. It's, Pretty much any spectrum, mm-hmm. but insurance doesn't want to pay for it. That's the one oh, thing. So that's so, why they're doing the test. Yeah, and that's because hmm. probably if I was paying for um, all of the studies that I had to do, hmm. eighty sessions, that probably would have came out to like hundred twenty six thousand dollars. And wow. like, I got, I got, you know, you it was part free. of the study. So cool. And they just would pump you full of oxygen. Well, the first forty, I was in a blind study. I didn't know if I was receiving oh. the oxygen or not. Okay. And I won't know until the study is done, about a three-year study. Yeah. But, and then about January or so, I have to go back for another neuropsych eval, EEG, Mm. and Dyna test, all the same stuff that I had to do before. Gotcha. And then, and then we're going to do yearly (laughs) for the next two years, and then I'll get my results. Yeah. So did you notice any difference in how you felt or how your brain functioned after the first 40 or the second the 40 The first treatments? 40, I felt like I, I could be um, receiving some type of treatment, but mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't as clear as um, the f- group therapy because mm-hmm. I felt like a whole new, like, like I was saying, the fog that was kind of like relieved and kind of non-existent from my life. So from that, I'm able to understand people a little bit clearer than what I used to do before. And I'm not entirely sure if that is truly from it or not. So cool. So while we're talking about the mind a little bit, where's, um, do you have any thoughts on the relationship between your mind and your body? Have you ever considered that at all? No? I sure haven't. You ever thought of where is your mind? It's in the, I, I'm I'm just going off of this based on all the um like yoga principles and stuff yeah. like that. The third eye, I'm assuming that's where all mm. your Yeah. <laughs> I guess if that's true or I not. I don't know. I don't know. No what's one true. knows unless you You're are right. I don't think anybody knows. No one should know. No. What about an ego? Do you know what an ego is? Yeah, like I was saying, like egotistical, yeah. egotistical is something when like makes you seem like everything, the life runs around you, like your ego. If you build that up, like my, yeah. I told you about my parents, yeah. then 
I think you're going to have a much better outcome in their lives. So mm. I feel my ego is so high that nothing can bring but me down. you have a good, healthy ego. Definitely. Right. I have the support group that yeah. I feel I'm very fortunate yeah. to have where other people can't. So much. You know. Do you, who do you most admire on this planet? Like, mm. who's the most amazing human being that you've exactly. come in contact with over your oh. short years here? And especially after all your experience, like who, anybody out there you'd want to thank for a, assisting you along your journey. It sounds like you've met a whole bunch of beautiful whole souls. A whole slew of people. Yeah, I know. There's probably it's, too many to list, but do you have any way favorites? too many. Way too many. I can't even start to be... I can't even... I don't even know where to begin because everyone has helped me in some way, whether it may be small nor large. And I don't... I can't... I don't want to choose anybody because of the fact that then it's going to make everyone else seem like they're less worthy of helping me. And I I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that because I'm grateful for everyone that has helped me in my life and through my journey and and through my recovery. And I'm so grateful for that. Good for you, buddy. Um, Do you have a favorite movie? What was that movie? I don't know. It's... um, it's kind of like with the whole OT, OTA thing, I guess, but I don't know. It's Can't think of it right now. No, I can't think of it. And I can't okay. even think of that other thing I was telling you I was going to bring up. That was about the strands of therapy. You were talking something about that back then with Annabelle. Oh, no, no, not Annabelle. The it's, strands um, of therapy, and then you talked about Annabelle. but Like acute, subacute, and chronic, and mm-hmm. that's... I'm, that's something that I really got from my OTA class that I didn't know before. Like What's OTA? Uh, occupational therapy assistant. Oh, cool. And that's what I was going to be going down. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. It's a lot in of... School. Yeah. So um, in school. So acute is something that you need um, like a long period of time, like in the hospital state. That's a good way to put it. And then subacute is more like rehabilitational skills that you go to, like, outpatient, inpatient, things like that. So you'll go for, like, checkups. Mm -hmm. And then chronic is something that you have to live with for the rest of your life, which, you know, I'm kind of understanding that my accident from what happened to me in 2012 um, is a chronic long-term lifetime um, disability that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. I'm, it's yeah. totally fine with me, but it's just something that I need to take a second look on how I should live my life. So that's cool. a good way to put it. I like it. Do you have any regrets about anything at all? Nope. I sure don't. Good for you. Because I know that's why I think about it before I do whatever action or incident I do in my life so that I don't, like, obviously probably some of the things... I've said, I kind of like thought back, but luckily I've like Annabelle and everything like that. I talked to her about some of my problems that I'm going through with my life and she's like, oh, you're totally fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, then I'm not going to worry about it then. She sounds like a sweet lady. Oh, she's wonderful. She's great. Do you ever experience any fear with anything in the last seven years? Is anything like, do you worry or are you scared or fearful of anything? Not really. No? Actually. Fear doesn't show up in your life. Just like with the whole crying thing, fear. Because I know I have a good, obviously I have a good support group and they'll be able to help me through whatever issues I may be having. Uh So that's just something. If I have them, then I shouldn't really have to worry about much. So you're pretty much fearless. That's how Mm -hmm. you go about it. I would say that for sure. Really? Good for you. What about on the ski hill? Are you fearless when you ski? Well, that's different. That's a different story. But obviously, like, that's that's something I choose not to do. Yeah. Like, if I know it's going to be a super arduous drop down, sure. um, I don't. I choose not to do it. Like recently, when I was up at Snowbird working, um, everyone was bringing up their bikes, thinking they're so hot shots and everything like that. And I'm just like, so. 
through my study, um, one of the patients had a um, lot of injuries from going um, biking, and he would crash, and then he'd have, like, all this, like, neurological, like, concussions, um, tr- tra- severe traumatic brain injuries, all these different things that I do not want from biking. And everyone's just like, why don't you go biking? I'm just like... Because I know it's just like alcohol or drugs. People do it, but that doesn't mean I need to do it. Sure. Because I know that if I make a simple, small, like, infraction in my dr- driving capabilities, yeah. then that might be the life, that might be the end of my life mm-hmm. for me. And I don't want that. Like, obviously, as I know, I'm doing really good right now. I don't need any other form of, like, excitement or dopamine in my life to be enhanced. So yeah. I just don't need that. Well said, brother. Okay, one last question. Probably didn't um, answer your question. No, you did. No, the other one. I kind of went off on a different tangent. That's okay. That's a great tangent. We were bad. just talking about fear. Yeah, I guess You're saying so. you're fearless, basically. Um, uh, can you th- name one thing that gives you, like, the most joy on the planet? What do you absolutely love or if maybe a favorite thing to do? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say probably. This is like I need to know, but you need to know. He's Pete's one of these guys that. So I do this podcast (laughs) every week or every other week, and everybody always wants to know. Hey, Brandon, can you send me the questions? And I told Pete, well, Pete, I don't send the questions because I just kind of let it roll, and I've kind of got a list of questions I follow. And Pete said, well. I got to have the questions or I can't do this. So I sent some of the questions over to Pete so he could work on a few of them. And so he was prepared because he likes to really be prepared, as as you can all tell. But that question I didn't send to him, so it's kind of a new one, huh? Mm-hmm. So that's a... Uh, what do I find joy in? Yeah. Like, what do you like to do? You like to ski, right? Yeah, I like being around like-minded people and... Um, doing activities that I know will better enhance my life for my yeah. livelihood and later in life. Good. I, that's a good way I, to I like that too. I love hanging out with cool, like-minded people. That's what my, one of my favorite things to do is I now I feel too. like I'm a cool, like-minded person. You so are. Like our, yeah, our conversation's been amazing. And honestly, like the whole, th- if it's okay if I can go on a little bit more, like the whole thing, like my parents are just like, you shouldn't hang out with, like, older people. And I'm just like, why? They're still people, and I'm just trying to be friendly. That's yeah. all I'm trying to do. And like, yeah. They're probably just concerned for your well-being, you know? I know, because... Afraid of older people take advantage of you or something, but... I'm not... I don't know. I'm not going to... I obviously... You're a smart I'm, kid. I know what is right and what's wrong. So, yeah. like, I can be like, you know what? I don't want that right now in my yeah. life. And I think... hope I'm hoping that that... Older person, whoever it may be, um, will listen to my um, wishes and yeah, not. I can just course. push them out and whatever. Absolutely, you're a smart kid. I, I think I'm yourself. very smart. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're amazing. Maybe as bright as anybody I've ever spoken with, buddy. <laughs> so okay, so one more question: Is there any advice that you might leave for our listeners how to create more love? on this planet? Like what could they do to make their enhance their lives and uh, spread a little bit more love? Well, just like with that, um, that post I did for um, hashtag brain injury problems dot org. If you guys didn't get it, but um, from that you said like you should open up a book and give people like a second chance, like a, See what's inside the book. I feel like if you guys are willing to be able to give someone a chance to be able to say what they're trying to say out there, um, then that would be able to... You'll be able to open up, obviously, like a whole new doorway that you have no idea because just talking to the person that you might find very frustrating or very like um, scary at one point... who knows like they may be able to help you later in life and you're not aware of that as of right now no but later in life you'll be so happy that you did talk to them because of the fact that 
they're doing something very positive for you in your livelihood now. I love it. Good job, Pete. So, yeah, I'll follow up with that. And uh, maybe your homework this week is to go meet a new, make a new friend. Be open to uh, maybe a young man or woman or a human being at the grocery store. Have a conversation. Say hi more than hi, how are you? Where do you live? What are you up to? What are you doing? Reach out to another human being and see if you can really, uh, you know, maybe get in their mind and uh, see how they're doing. Ask them if they're happy, not how are you doing, but are you happy? How's your day going? Anything I could do to assist you? So I love that piece. So that's everybody's homework this week because everybody has to go make a new friend. Go make one new friend. That's your, your homework this week. Do you set goals ever, Pete? Do you have any goals that you set ah, for yourself? That's a, that's a good... Um, I'd like to say I do, and I try to set goals for obviously my schoolwork and stuff like that, just based on what other people have told me. That's quote-unquote, but I don't know. I'm trying to, because obviously they've done it well, um, and they seem to be successful, so why not follow them Like with what they're trying to... Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to share before we wrap up? As of now, I don't really... Th- I think I got a lot of my story <laughs> out there. And, like, a lot of people... That's why whenever I'm in, like, a lift ride or something like that, I like to ex- share my story with whoever um, is my driver or something like that, that because I know a lot of people out there, they're not going to be, like, looking at me and be like, oh, he totally has a brain injury or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I'm not looking for that. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. wanting people to know that there is hope out there regardless of whatever situation you're in so that's why if you guys look up project listen benda family it's by ken garf um that'll help you i'm obviously i i i can't get anything out of it but um i just want to use that as um my own life testimony to um share with other people that there is hope some people say I'm false hope, but I don't think so. Oh. I'm good hope. I think you're amazing hope. Thank you. You're positive hope. For sure, I you're love You're what the world needs more of, brother. I know. Now you're right. my good friend, too, and I appreciate you. Of course. Speaking with me today in heaven. We have wonderful conversations at the gym, probably like no other. <laughs> so anyways, um, I want to thank Pete, and if you guys would, go watch that video. If you didn't start the video before you listened, it's uh, Project Listen. Benda family. And Benda family. Just Google that. B-E-N-D-A. And it'll show up on uh, YouTube, and it's a really neat video. I've actually, so I've been looking that up by showing it to other people and everything like that. I can't find it on YouTube, but you could just look up Project Listen, um, Ken Garf, and it'll pull up like a whole new URL and everything like that. And just click on that one, and it'll pull you up with like five different um, videos and everything. But obviously, like, they're great. They're great other, like, great stories and everything like that. But obviously, I'm just going to say mine is just a little more touch. I feel touching, but don't want to be. I was touched by it, bro. Thank you. You've touched my life in a positive way. And look at we're doing it right now. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Yeah, of course. Okay, guys. So thanks again for listening to the Mind's Gym podcast. Uh, Another amazing human being that uh, I had to the sheer um, uh, grace and uh, was very fortunate to sit here and have a conversation with Pete. Um, uh, I just want to thank everybody that's still listening, uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, we're rocking and rolling. Please, you know, share with your friends, tell your neighbors, do all you can. Uh, I just want to spread the word and make more love on this planet. And uh, is anybody struggling out there and needs a one-on-one visit or you're welcome to come to my group which is every other Wednesday and you can follow my Facebook uh, Your Turbo Lover um, or Brandon Bickmore on uh, Facebook, Your Turbo Lover on Instagram and I post that free group uh, that I have every other week and if you want to meet one on one definitely email me at themindsgym at gmail.com if you're battling depression, anxiety suicidal thoughts, whatever it may be I'm I'm here for you Uh, that's kind of my new place in life so Peace and love to you guys all. Please, uh, again, subscribe to the podcast, share with everybody, and uh, thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you uh, uh, next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you again, Pete.
Everybody have a beautiful day. Love have you a guys. One, you guys. Thanks. Just the slow